Good evening, and welcome to Diz Dads Podcast Plus, episode number 11. We're here with a trip report, bringing in one of our veteran trip reporters, Jay Gilbert. Welcome back to the show, Jay. It's great to be back. Thanks for having me. And uh, with Jay and I in the man cave tonight are our usual co-hosts, Willie Crocker. Hey, guys. Welcome back. And Tim Hicks. Hey, hey, where where am I? Am I here? <laughs> we found him. We found him. Yay. Yay. <laughs> As always, Diz Dads Podcast Plus is brought to you by Wicked Mouse Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner, by Mouse Master Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner, and by Kingdom Strollers, Orlando's premium stroller and crib rental agency. All of us would love to help make your vacations as smooth and as fun as they can be. So you can all check us all out. Uh, wickedmousetravel.com, mousemastertravel.com, and kingdomstrollers.com. All right. So, Jay, this was kind of a big trip. You know, it, it, we're going to be talking about a trip that you took about a month ago now, a little more than that, because it was for the Diz Dads Club convention. And this was a little bit different kind of convention trip for you than in the past. So why don't you kind of set the stage for us a little bit by talking about, you know, who all came with you this time and, and how that all kind of came about. Well, it was my four usual suspects, myself, my wife, Leslie and Kaylee and Corey. Um, about a year, year and a half ago, my niece asked to go to Disney for Christmas, but we had already planned our 2019 trip. Really no way to get her in to that trip. Everything was set. We had tickets, all that. So we said to her, I said, we'll take you next year. So figured out t- 2020, had her in plan, um, rented our vacation club points again from David Bentley, or I'm sorry, Kevin Bentley, not David. Um, great process, helped his wife is phenomenal with getting us points and wherever we want. Um, and then probably around July, August, um, my brother said something to me about how we hadn't gone on vacation in a long time together, my brother's family. And Leslie and I kind of looked at each other and says, why don't you come with us? (laughs) So we talked to Kevin, got more points, got where we needed to be for a party of nine. And uh, off we went. Okay. So you're basically twice the the party size, more than twice the party size you're usually at. Um, You've got rented DVC points. Where are you staying? We did a two bedroom at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Okay. Um, so two bedroom. Originally we were nice. going to do. Um, yeah, and was that Savannah View? Nice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, so you've got a two bedroom Savannah View, um, and and talk about the room a little bit. Describe it for us because those are really nice rooms. I love the way they're light, laid out. It it really worked for us. Um, the way the the, the kids lined up. Um, you know, you enter the the main. We thought it was going to be 
we thought we were going to have two doors originally. Leslie and I thought we were going to have like a, a one bedroom and then a lock off. Right. But right. it actually turned out that it was a, a strict two bedroom. Yeah. I mean, Animal um, Kingdom Lodge has more in. of those, I think, true two bedrooms than most of the DVC resorts do. Yeah. We found out that it's pretty much almost all of the, the two bedrooms are straight rooms and not the, the lock offs. Right. Which was nice because we, we did want to be together. Um, so, but we also wanted to give my brother, his family, their, you know, separate room if they needed to. So they took the two bedroom, like the, the two queen room okay. on their side. Uh, Leslie and I, of course, took the king room and then the, my brother or my daughter and my niece used the two, two person couch. And then Corey slept in the chair, like the, the pull out chair. Okay, nice. So yeah, so everybody had their own spaces and it divided up nicely. Um, now you you said you had nine people come down and it was over Diz Dad's Club convention time, but your trip, you know, was it exactly kind of lined up with the Diz Dad's Club convention or did you come a little earlier or stay later? Uh, we were there Tuesday to Tuesday. So we pretty much covered the the span, like the major part of the trip. Okay. We, we generally try to get there to see as many of the guys as possible. So Right, right. Did you build your trip around the plans for Diz Dad's Club or did you just sort of, you know, have your plan and then you know blend in with what was happening at Diz Dad's Club convention when it fit? We we generally try to fit in when we can. Um mm-hmm. we we my brother only did a few days few days of park tickets for their family. They came down after us like they flew down the day like almost essentially two days after we got, we did oh, okay. when we left, they left a day early just because of where they were flying from. They can only go certain days, things like that. Sure. Sure. Um, so, so tell, talk to me a little bit about planning when you've got that kind of complexity going on, because you've got different ticket lengths, you've got people, you know, who have different levels of experience, different experience with different parks, things like that. So you know, how much of that did you handle or did each family group kind of handle their own planning? Oh no, I did it all. Of course. Um, well, it, it's, it's kind of what we do. You know, yeah. my brother being, it was the first time they were taking their kids. It was the first time my niece, my other niece was there. So we figured out what days my brother and his family were going to be there, what parks they specifically wanted to make sure they got done. Um, and then built the rest of our trip for the five of us around that because we wanted to do the four days we used the, we bought that four day park pass and it worked awesome for us for this trip now one or two of your nieces are fairly young how did that work out uh they actually all did pretty well um the first day they got in pretty late on wednesday it was about 11 o'clock till they finally got to the resort and then for thursday morning we actually had an early breakfast with the princesses at akershus and by midday they needed a break the two of them um needed a break just to go back and chill swim a little bit and then, you know, they came back for, cause we had our frozen fast pass, but it wasn't until like nine thirty at night. So they came <laughs> wow. back pretty late. Right. And so then, were you, were you like uh, taking rests during the middle of the day? I mean, I'm sure, you know, little kids, they're, they're up and, and ready to roll early, but did you like need to take a rest in the middle of the day? Um, we did. Um, the, when we did Epcot, my brother and his family went back to the room in midday. The other, the rest of us, the five of us stayed um, and spent the whole day. And then when we did Hollywood Studios later in our trip, um, Leslie and my niece, my one niece, my brother's family didn't go to Hollywood Studios, but my Leslie and my niece went back and swam a little bit and rested because we were there early for the Galaxy's Edge. Oh, so, got you to the Skyliner? 
Uh, we did. My What'd my daughter, I, I enjoyed it. My, my wife does not do heights very well. And we got her on it at the end of our trip, but we, uh, she, she did all right with it. It wasn't too bad. So your niece that was, um, that was begging to go to, to, to Disney world. So you took her, what was her must do? What was the thing that she was most excited about? Meet Donald duck. That's all she <laughs> wanted to do was meet Donald duck. Why? So, because he doesn't wear pants. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> So, so wait, did you have a, I mean, there are a few different ways, right? A few different places you can meet Donald Duck. So did you have a particular Donald meet and greet kind of in mind for her? Or did you just take the first one that you could, you know, stumble across? We took all of them. (laughs) (laughs) We met him everywhere we could. Okay. Nice. Um, Mexico. we, We met him in Mexico. Well, first we met him at Animal Kingdom. We did the, the backyard or the bash. We met him there. Uh, then we met him in Mexico. We met him at. Mm, we saw him at Hollywood Studios. He was actually out in the courtyard. Oh, um, right. cool. Again, like those random yeah ones they have. And then we saw him at Epcot or at uh, Magic Kingdom. We saw him at all four places. Nice. The hunt. The, you were on the hunt for Donald Duck. The hunt for Donald Duck. It was. It was not a tasty duck, but we found it. <laughs> uh, you know. And then we found. And at one point, we found Randall and Adam. And Michael Perry hanging out with Donald Duck oh. at Mexico. Well, see, what they were really doing was waiting for you, and they knew that it was Donald, so. Yeah. They they stumbled out of La, La Cava de Tequila. and uh, <laughs> Tim's old uh, haunting ground. Randall probably almost got himself thrown out when he was yelling at the duck for not wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the problem is that Randall keeps thinking that if the duck doesn't have to wear pants, he shouldn't have to either. And that never exactly. goes over well with security. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, so uh, obviously the, with the youngest folks, you know, th- there was a priority on character meet and greets, Donald in particular. Um were there things, you know, you also had teenagers with you. So what were the things that were kind of set up in advance and, and the highlights for the teens? Galaxy's Edge. That's all they wanted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they and surprisingly, they did not care what time they had to get out of bed. They did not care how, what, how long they had to wait in line. They said, we want to be in Galaxy's Edge. Right. Are you sure they're teenagers? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Corey, I can I can excuse Kaylee though. Wow, really? What? <laughs> but Kay- Kaylee was actually she spent all day. We when Corey and Leslie and my niece went back to the room, Kaylee and I spent all day in Galaxy's Edge. I was wondering if um, Kaylee, you know, kind of being the more mature teenager, if she felt the the kind of maternal, you know, need to care for the the nieces kind of thing. Did that that happen at all, or was that is that just not her thing? Oh no, no. She, she was definitely, you know, great with, with the kids when one of them needed to go to the bathroom. She was pretty much, she would dig them in the bathroom. Um, it was nice because there was three nieces and essentially with Kaylee, there was three adult women. Um, so if they needed to do some things differently, they could, you know, Kaylee could take one to the bathroom. One could help this one could help with that. So it was, it was really nice. And we don't see my brother's family very often. So, um, Kaylee, spent a lot of time with the, my, those girls that she normally doesn't. Right. A little more see. motivated there. Well, That's good. good. Yeah. That's All right. Good. So let's, let's dig into galaxy's edge a little bit more since that was obviously a centerpiece of the trip for you. And, um, I, I gotta say, I mean, 
you, you mentioned at the outset that you were using those four park magic tickets and you know, that was the one thing that had me nervous about four park magic tickets is people who were really excited about galaxy's edge because my fear was, gosh, you only get one shot, right? I mean, if, if something doesn't go right, you're stuck. Right. <laughs> um, so, so you gambled on the four park magic. How'd your gamble pay off? Boarding group 51. That's all that mattered. <laughs> <laughs> that That's worked. really good. That's like yeah. really good. What we did was we actually, um, when we got into the park, we got, we were there probably, I would say probably about f- 10 of six. And when we got through and got stopped before we got into the park, we were actually in between security and the turnstiles. Like we were in between those two front. Right concourse things so we were actually really good with that i'm like all right we're gonna be in we have no problem we'll get it right and we by the way we should we should clarify for people a little bit that that we're you know let's remind them we're talking about a trip you know basically the first week in january so um or second week i guess in january so at this point the policy had already had had recently changed right and they were not opening boarding groups until park opening, right? They weren't right. they weren't distributing anything. They weren't letting you try to register for a boarding group until official park opening time. That's correct. What they did was it was about 6:15, 6:20. They actually let everybody that was there into the park. You got to go through, you know, scan your band, go in. You can definitely see a difference where people went to Galaxy's Edge first to like they went to the left to try to get to um, Smuggler's Run. My kids were okay with not getting Smuggler's Run, first of all. Or first off, they were. They said, well, let's go do Slinky Dog and, and get that out of the way because we didn't have a Fast Pass for that. Mm-hmm. So when we got to the end of you know, the main road there, we went, we went to the right, and we were probably 10 feet back from the, the arch at uh, the launch bay on the right-hand side. Okay. So when you go in, we, we were going to go that way to go to Toy Story Land. Um, we were probably 10 feet back. Um, Corey, it's five, it's probably 10 after, probably by this time it was probably about 25 after six. I think while we stood there, Corey ate two buckets of popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) We were right at that. We were right at that popcorn stand right there. And he, he had his, he bought his alien popcorn bucket. And I think we ate between them because we were up pretty early. So between the five of us, we ate two, probably two buckets of popcorn just standing there. Breakfast probably. We should probably clarify for our audience that the reason you get up and you go to Hollywood Studios early is so that you can get your spot in line for Rise of the Resistance. That's the reason that you go early, so you can get on, get into a boarding group for Rise of the Resistance. Right. Yes. So, go ahead. And you can ride Slinky Dog and Smuggler's Run pretty quick in that yeah. time. Absolutely. Yeah. You can't necessarily take all that in, though, can you? I mean, you're moving so fast through the queue. But the rise of resistance, if you get like 110, you have a weight. Well, yeah, yes. but I'm when just saying if you're in line for rise, of, if you're in line for Smuggler's Run, you know, and but and the move and the line is moving really fast because it's so early. Do you really get to enjoy, you know, scanning the uh, the package of the cargo oh, and seeing Hondo? You know what yeah, I mean? So you so you wind back around. I mean, you know, nobody said you can't go can't go twice. It's only rise right. of the resistance you can't right. go twice. Right, you can have two blue milks too. Yeah, or you can have a blue and a green if you want both the rum right. and the tequila. Exactly. I'm done with that. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, all right. So, so Jay, you did the, um, you, you got into your boarding group. So you knew you had a boarding group. Obviously you didn't right. know when you were going to get called, but you had your boarding group and you you headed to Slinky Dog. Had you ridden Slinky before? Yes. We, we were able to ride it last year. Okay. So you did manage before to get onto it before. So, so it was something that was important to you, but not necessarily, you know, um, a must that, that, you know, you hadn't done it before first time, anything like that. Um, it was actually a must do. That was one of the rides that was a must do to, for my niece. Uh, that was okay. It. So we, we did want to make sure that we got there and got that done. Right. Right. Okay. Good. Um, so, so slinky dog went well. And then, um, you know, we, we try to avoid kind of doing, and then we went and then we went. So, so to kind of, you know, big picture it a little bit or, or, um, refocus us, you know, you, you did Slinky Dog and then the big part of your day was, was dedicated to Galaxy's Edge. So right. talk to us about that. First of all, the approach, right? Cause I, I mean, you're, you're, you know, similar, uh, age and similar era that, that we are. So, you know, dads of that age, there's a, there's a reaction. There's a gut level reaction when you approach galaxy's edge. And I, I love to hear people talk about, you know, that, that moment, right. As they walk into the land. I was in tears. I was literally in tears overcome with emotion. I've, I've been a Star Wars fanatic since I'm little. I've The first time I met Darth Vader at Hollywood Studios about 10 years ago, I cried then. I cried walking into Galaxy's Edge. There's actually a video of Kaylee videoing just my hand, holding my hand out in front of me and watching it shake. She, she recorded for about 10 seconds while I was there, and I couldn't even hold my hand steady. That's how, like anxious i was to get in there and doing you know the the travel on the side it's i've planned so many trips and gotten so many people into there and all they kept saying was it's amazing it's amazing it's amazing there's nothing like it and i just had all of that built for this to walk in there this was your first time it was it was and which entrance did you go in through we actually went in through the back like we came from toy story land and went that way See, we, we've talked about this, and we have we have somewhat differing opinions. I I, I think that the um, that well go we'll go through it. So Willie, which which is your favorite entrance? I like the Toy Story entrance where you and I walked in together. Right. And and Tim, which is your favorite entrance? No, I like the other entrance because you it, it builds you up. You're like, okay, what's what is this? And you're going through the tunnel, and you get through, and you go, oh, this is no big deal. This is just the entrance to Rise of Resistance. But then, as you keep going, it keeps building until you just get you get to the point where, like, at the marketplace, where the detail is so extravagant and so stunning that you just go, wow, this is it. See, and and I'm actually with Willie. I I like that entrance through the tunnel because, first of all, I think you get a grand reveal. That that way and i think i like better that you see millennium falcon first because that's such a powerful moment true enough it is i agree i i do wish i would have went the other way and came through the tunnel like through the not through the tunnel but through the main entrance like up where smugglers run comes in or where where rise of the resistance comes in i wish i would have came in that way and not the back way yeah the gradual reveal it's yeah. it's really i think it's really awesome i like it my daughter, my daughter likened it to um, entering Wizarding World at yeah. the dark side. It's certainly a, a similar idea. Like right? you, you don't see it, and then like wow, it's right there. there. <laughs> yeah, yep. 
Um, all right. So talk to me about what, you know, obviously the overall experience is, is almost overwhelming, but talk about, you know, your impressions of, of the land as a whole, um, you know, and, and at this point we can talk about, you know, rides, but also the shops and restaurants and, and, you know, various things that you did while you were there. Um, as I said, we, Kaylee and I spent pretty much an entire day doing things. We just kind of, there was a, a point where we probably walked around for two hours and just looked at things and, you know, interacted with the characters that we had some, some phenomenal interactions with the characters that were roaming, um, Kaylee was talking to Ray, walking down a walkway, and the next thing you know, she took off running. And I'm like, I'm videoing it, like, walking backwards, and I'm like, where did she go? <laughs> and the next thing I know, I turn around, and Kylo Ren is behind me. And oh, I'm like, wow. oh, that's why she went running away. Because <laughs> she cool saw Kylo that? Ren coming. It, it's really cool. And if you, if you get a chance, I do have pictures on my page of her, like, hiding behind a rock, and all you can see is her eyes. Like, from her <laughs> eyes up. It, it's it was such a cool experience to see them interacting, and then um, later in the day, Chewbacca came walking by and took Kaylee's porg right off her shoulder. She had one of the the, the magnetic porgs. He walked right. right past her and took it right off her shoulder, and walked up onto the stage where the where his ship is working on it, and the porg is just sitting up there on the on the ledge. <laughs> wow! And then like the handler brought it, the, not the handler, but the the other character, the girl that was with him, brought it back right. over. And was telling her, yeah, don't eat, don't let him do that. You know, it has to have a name or he's going to eat it and all this stuff. So <laughs> it was, the interactions were really awesome. And it, it was something you don't normally, like, it was more than what you normally get with the regular yeah, interaction with a character. That's really almost the uh, the commercial moment, right? The, the What you expect to see from, you know, what you see on the TV commercials. Oh, wow, this really did happen. He walked by, he took the foreground off my shoulder. Yeah, and it 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 happened. They so it's happened a more organic kind of interaction than the usual photo op. Absolutely, because you they don't stop for pictures. They don't. Right. They won't. They won't do anything like that. They just keep walking. If you can get a picture with them while they're walking, so be it. If not, forget it. So did you did you do any um, dining in Galaxy's Edge? Eat any of the the themed food? Um, later in the day, when Chris Papchik showed up, we. They hit up Ronto Roasters with him. Um, okay. Kaylee had the some kind of sunset iced tea lemonade mixture thing that she got. Um, she really enjoyed that. Um, Chris had the what did he have? He had the um, uh, the uh, it was one of the chicken like sandwich things at at the Ronto Roasters, and he said it was really good. He goes, he said the only problem he had with it was there was too much bread. Oh. Okay. Um, it was really thick um, bread for the the tortilla, but he said the the mixture inside it with the peppers and everything was really good. Um, I didn't eat anything there. I did try both the purple or the blue and the green milk. Okay. Um, unfortunately, the non-alcoholic versions because I had to share them with the kids. Oh, okay. So, um, my daughter thinks it tasted like Pepto Bismol. Corey said it tasted Ew. like spoiled milk. <laughs> no, I so say you, you need to get back and get some on your own because the, the, as far as I'm concerned, the, the best of the bunch is the blue with rum. Um, I totally agree. It's very good with the rum. And I, yeah. I, I've had people argue with me that the green with the tequila is, is even better, but I don't, I didn't like the green as much without the alcohol in it. I liked the blue better. So I, I'm, I'm sticking with, uh, you know, blue, plus, blue plus rum. I, I would probably go with the blue plus the rum because I'm not a tequila fan. Oh, there so. you go. More rum, more fun. 
So yeah, I mean, the one, so this is the one thing that, that I am still kind of curious about with galaxy's edge and you know, we'll just kind of have to wait and see as things go. I thought the food that I had there was really good, but I'm concerned that people like, I love that it's well-themed food, right? It belongs in galaxy's edge, but I'm still getting the impression that a lot of people are getting spooked away from it a little bit. I had that feeling too. The, the, there was no lines for any of the, the food stands when we were there. I don't know if it was just the time of year. I mean, marathon weekend going on. It wasn't empty, but it wasn't packed where I've seen, you know, parks other days of, of marathon weekend. We've got a couple of years now that same time, but I think the longest line we had for any of the food places was maybe four or five deep. And that was it. Yeah. Um, and so we talked a little bit about um, dining. We talked about sort of character interactions. Um, what about the other aspects of, of Galaxy's Edge, both the sort of the marketplace and, and the attractions? Um, we, we did, we didn't, we didn't do the lightsaber. We didn't do the, the droid, uh, experiences this trip. Uh, Corey definitely has already started putting money away for next year. So he's, he's ready, even though he's not going next year. He doesn't know that yet, but, um, you just wanted to give him more time to save. It's really in his interest. Sorry, man. It, it, It really is. Um, the kids don't know yet, but I'm going, I'm going solo next year. So, all right. Now you're talking um, the, the stores that we went in, the shops, the, the different, um, places around, they, they were really cool. It was they, every, and, and Disney nails theming and, and they did, it was, the themes were incredible. Um, I just, I just liked being there. It was, like I said, it was, the day was mostly for me and Leslie knew that. <laughs> so it was kind of fun that I got to be a kid again. I, I really, really was a kid walking sure. around there. Um, as far as the attractions, we did, we did get rise of resistance. It was, um, as I said, boarding group 51, we got on, it was about 1130 in the morning Not when nice. we got, got through. So it was, it was nice to get through early because the plan all along was for Leslie and Corey and my niece to go back to the room and swim. Cause it right. was pretty hot. It was, it was a hot day. So the plan was for them to go back and swim. So it was nice to get out. They got out of the park. It was probably around 1230. And then they came back for 4 or 430, something like that, for our fast passes we had later in the day. Um, Rise of the Resistance was everything I expected and probably a thousand times more. Uh, I made sure to not watch any videos. I didn't watch any teasers from disney we stopped watching the imagineering at episode five so that we didn't see anything on it um, oh, nice i aaron you probably know this because we talk a lot um on different trips i don't watch spoilers i don't watch trailers i don't right i don't look at anything like that and it's very hard being a travel agent and not doing <laughs> that but um i have very good clients that are willing to say hey we understand we we love that you're you use it to be a kid and you, you try to, uh, so I try to help them as best I can. If they, if they say, Hey, how do I see something on from rise of the resistance? I was like, you got to YouTube it. I can't tell you anything because I don't know. And they, <laughs> they were really willing to under, to know it. I could tell them how to get in line, how all of that, but I couldn't tell them anything about the ride. Yeah. Um, I think the best part was when you rounded the corner and went through the, the ATAT walker legs when you went right there, 
My niece Come actually on, no yelled spoilers at me. here. I haven't done this yet. Oh, <laughs> see, you should have said something prior. It's okay. I was told I was told okay. a few minutes ago I could talk freely. Keep going. Talk freely, please do. Um, I actually had a holy <laughs> moment when you rounded that corner and I looked up. I was like, holy. Yeah. Because I wasn't expecting about the fact that that a lot of people that that's the spot that everybody has that reaction. Yeah. It, it's 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 the moment where you just have this wow. It it, exactly. You. It, and it was, and we talked to the lady that was at the, um, the exit when we got back to the end, she looked at me and goes, that right there is why I, I work this ride every single day. And mm-hmm. I said, what's that? And she goes, the look on your face. She goes, I could tell you were a star Wars fan your whole life by the look you have on your face. Perfect. Um, all right. So, so rise obviously is a highlight. Um, you you had a group kind of ready made for Smuggler's Run. So did you take, you know, did you do a group of six of you, or how did you handle Smuggler's Run with nine people? Um, actually, it was only five of us. So um, after everybody left, Kaylee and I did Smuggler's Run in single rider. We, oh, okay. we didn't do the whole queue. We kind of, but we waited probably an hour in, in single wow. rider to get through. Wow, really? It was ridiculous. Yeah. Holy cow! My son and I did Smuggler's Run, and we didn't wait more than 10 minutes. Seriously. It's just the time of day, I'm sure. It it was. It was, it was, there was a lot of people at that time during, uh, that were in, in that area. Um, The funny part was we did single rider and we got on the same, we were in the same car. Right. That's pretty (laughs) cool. Yeah. What position did you take? The back. We were the. The the See, I think that's yeah. that's one of the issues with that attraction when you do single rider, right? Because of the way they load it, unless you have right. people that specifically want the engineer positions, there those are going to be the ones that are filled last because they're at the back of the car. And so right. my guess is that the single riders most often end up in that engineer position. They do. They do. And our biggest complaint, we actually talked about it quite a bit was the biggest complaint we had is if you're the engineer your buttons are on the side and you can't watch what's going on in front of you oh gunner is the same thing it's on the yeah. side and there's a lot going on you can't really watch what's going on at the front you're absolutely and, right about that. and when you're pilot you're so focused on the screen you have no idea what's going on yeah it's funny we've talked on the show back and forth about you know i i think that ultimately you kind of have to experience the attraction from each of the positions at some point to really get the whole picture because no matter which role you're in you know you end up sort of being isolated from some other major part of the ride like when you're doing the engineer your buttons are on the side but but you can kind of for for a good chunk of the ride you know sit back a little bit and and, you know see what is happening the big picture in front of you the people piloting and and being the gunners and you can really see everything if you're the gunner you 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 know your your buttons are on the side as as well and i don't understand why they set those up that way by the way there was no reason for it mechanically they could have put those buttons you know on an arm or something in front of you would have made a lot more sense right totally would they should be on the back of the the back of the seats yeah, in front of you right, right exactly but and right a little top. spoiler a little spoiler for people who have not seen this in youtube yet there is chewy mode 
for Smuggler's Run. And basically, it's it works a lot like the old um, uh, what, PlayStation, whatever. You do you know, have a certain code that you like would punch in to, to get certain things. You can go into Chewy mode. It's not that it does anything for you, but Chewy yells at you every step along the way. So that's I think that's old weird. Contra. Right? From yes. Nintendo. Up, up, down, left, left, right. That's B-A, it. B-A, yes, B-A, yeah. That's yeah. it. What you said, Willie. Konami yep, you code. Yeah. Wrong. You got yep. it all wrong. It's up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. B-A-B-A, select, start. You got it. <laughs> uh, you, you played too much Contra. And there's the game of Pro. Yeah. Um, I love but, but, Contra. But the key, I mean, I guess the, the bottom line is that no matter which mode you're playing, right, each of those seats has, has something that's unique to it. I mean, when you're in the gunner role... Um, you end up being focused in on mostly watching the things you're trying to shoot at, right? So you kind of miss context, you miss big picture. And when you're piloting, you're so busy trying not to crash that I think sometimes it's hard to even think about, you know, the stuff that the engineers are doing behind you, trying to snag the the car, you know, the containers, or or even really what the gunners are doing because you're just trying to not be the problem child. And, th- and that's what makes it a step above a lot of rides that currently exist is everything that's going on in front of you depends on what you do and when you do it. Yeah. Even if you're the gunner or the engineer, it all depends on what you're doing. So the big okay. question is, did anybody in your group get angry with other people in your group because of the way they performed on the ride? Because that's the other concern that we hear from people is that, you know, <laughs> that they're... We that did not because it, at it one point it got to, to the point problem. where I couldn't... When I couldn't watch the screen and do what I was doing, I just stopped doing what I was supposed to be doing. <laughs> so if anything, they probably got mad at me. Okay. So you what just, you need you to just know about that, score. Jay, is that when you screw stuff up, it, it like, especially if you're doing like the Disney Play stuff, it connects to your Disney Play and you can walk into like um, uh, Oga's Cantina. And if you sat at the bar, the bartender will come over and go to you and go, you're the one that 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 blew up the ship. I mean, because they know what happened in your smuggler's run run. Exactly. 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 Yes, that. So um, interactive, which is great. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else about your time in in Galaxy's Edge in particular, but really that whole day in Hollywood Studios that was um, a standout experience, either on either side, right? Either great or something to warn people about, um, you know, before we kind of move on to another area. Um, we just had a a good personal experience. It was, um, I had heard a rumor that a one Diz dad from Utah was in Florida at the time and was telling everybody that he was not. And when he walked up behind Kaylee and said, Hey, I know you. And she turned around. I wish I would have been in front of her with the camera so I could (laughs) see her reaction because Come on, let's have to do that. <laughs> I knew by that point that he was in Florida and in coming to see us in Hollywood Studios, but Kaylee had no idea. So I made sure we were in a part of the park where Chris could see us easily and find us and then um surprise Kaylee. It That's just awesome. it was it was Good job, Jay. Um and then the last thing was we met a member of the new guest experience team, which have become friends with that his dad's pretty well we actually met one that we we met Ravon in animal kingdom awesome but we also met chris who grew up 10 minutes from where we live and i saw his name tag as we were walking by and i'm like you're not from hazelton he goes yes i am i'm like we're from coldale and he goes (laughs) no way wow cool 
but he'd been in, he's been in Florida for like 15 or 20 years. So, um, all right. So, so that's Hollywood studios. Um, let's, let's move around the parks a little bit. Cause you, you had the, the four park magic ticket. So you had one day in, in each park to experience. Um, so, and let's kind of just hit the highlights here at this point. Um, and, and let's look at animal kingdom next. Um, what were your highlights over at, at animal kingdom? I think just a, a brief synopsis of the, I think the highlights of the parks were just getting my niece's interactions. The first time, the first time meeting certain characters, the first time riding a ride, the first time seeing the castle, it was, we did a lot of things. We based our trip off of what they wanted to do for everything. So it was seeing their reactions on the first, you know, the first visits, the first, all that. So a lot of our trip was, we, we didn't do many rides, so to say, but we did a lot of, of characters and a lot of the around the park stuff. Right. Right. Um, and, and did you eat anywhere in animal kingdom? We, we always eat, um, flame tree. We oh, always okay. do flame tree for our one. It's great choice. Our, See, it's our a good kids. choice, but but he had the he had the Donald Duck fan, so I was thinking they might have done uh, Tusker House. Right, we right. did the Donald picture and everything. Exactly, we did. We did think about that. Um, we tried to not do any character meals when the whole group wasn't with us because Animal Kingdom was actually uh, okay. our first park. Um, my brother hadn't bit. My brother wasn't in in town yet, so we only did character meal. Um, we only did one with the whole group and we did the princesses right, and then right. we did our family's traditional Ohana at the end of okay. our trip. Oh, good job. Um, so that was, um, you know, animal kingdom, pretty straightforward. It was the smaller group. You right. Know. We didn't, we didn't even go over to, um, to Pandora. We, okay. we stayed, wow. okay. we did the rest of the park. Okay. Wow. Okay. So your oldest niece, what was her favorite part of animal kingdom? Oh, safari the park. Definitely safari. The safari. Yeah. Cool. She, she and we we got stuck on the safari. There was there was a third time for the Gilbert family that we had a giraffe jam, and there was a giraffe standing in the middle of the road. <laughs> giraffe <laughs> jam. I like ten it. minutes. What well, don't surprise me. You see, the giraffes see Jay coming up, and they assume that he's just one of them. Right. So they were right. hanging out with me. He's so big. It's like yeah. Now now, did you do um, Expedition Everest or any of the other like big big name rides? Uh, we did. We we hit. Um, we did Everest. We did the Safari. We did Bugs Life. We did. Um, they rode the tri- the Triceratops spin. Corey and my niece rode it while we were over in you know in that area. We did the Little Mermaid show. We pretty much did everything at Animal Kingdom except for Avatar. Dinosaur? Did you do Dinosaur? No, Dinosaur was actually closed. Oh really? It, oh. it was it was only closed the day we were there, like and while we were over in that part of the park. Okay. Did you see the festival of the Lion King at all? We did. That was that was another one of her favorites. She did enjoy the the festival of Lion King and the safari. She said were her favorites awesome. for that day. We even and we went out and we did the we went out to the conservation station and my kids enjoyed the um, drawing the animation class, which is all the artwork up That's- there. That's really cool. Was Primeval World open? No, it was not. Oh, I love that ride. I, I do not. No, Primeval Hurl. Yeah, I, I love. <laughs> I love the switch. I don't. I don't ride. <laughs> My daughter likes it too, Primeval but Hurl. I, don't uh, ride I like cups, cat and mouse type. Rides. It's like cups, so but quicker. 
All right. I've ridden that one time in 10 trips. (laughs) And that was one time too many. Okay. So where are you going next, Aaron? Uh, Well, so I thought maybe we'd head to Magic Kingdom next because, you know, you had a a young one with you that that was going to be, I assume, a big, you know, important thing for them. So um, what were the highlights in the Magic Kingdom? Princesses, princesses, princesses. And um, seeing the castle, oh, my yeah. my my two younger nieces on my my brother, his family that were there, we probably spent forty five minutes to an hour just walking around the castle, like up by the stage and then out on the the side lawns and the walkways, and they just wanted to see the castle from all the sides. Now, so those we had to take are what four and six, right? Four and six. Yep they they were the ones that um, wanted to see the castle, wanted to see the princesses. Well, what was their impression of it when they when they really saw it up close? What was their thought about that? Um, what I watched from afar, not from afar, but I, I did give the the nieces a little bit of distance and Kaylee and Corey, we have a really cool picture of Kaylee and Corey walking with the three of them up toward the, towards the castle and my middle niece uh, just looking up and you see her like watch her head go from the bottom and she like looked up the one spire and then looked across the top and then back down and then looked back up the middle. It was just watching them see it for the first time. I It was amazing. It, it really was. It, it reminds me of when Kaylee saw it the first time. Yeah, that isn't it awesome. I love that when the when the kids see that for for the first time, and then when they see it up close, it is so cool. It is just yeah. the most. As a dis dad, you know that is just the the most awesome experience. My youngest niece, her reaction, she came over to me and she goes, "Can I stay there?" I'm like <laughs> someday. Yes, of right? course. It's only fifty thousand bucks. Oh, come on, um, you can't buy that. You know that. All right, so so um, a lot of character stuff, character interactions. What were, what was the favorite of the character interactions, both on the kids' side, from your impression, but also you know I think sometimes that there are things that we as the adults can exp- can appreciate. You know, even even though it wasn't necessarily the kids' favorite interaction, but you know, you catch things that they ne- don't necessarily catch. I think my favorite interaction for all of the girls was actually with Tiana. She was phenomenal with them. Um, we walked up to them, walked up to her and she asked, cause they, we had matching shirts. Of course, my, my stepmom brought us, bought us all matching shirts. And, um, she's yeah. like family, you got family. We're all family here. And she, you know, she just ran with it and, and real, and made it so much fun for them. Um, Corey was, Corey has a Pascal pin on his lanyard. So she was talking to him about Pascal and, and all that. And, um, just seeing their reaction with, seeing princesses that they've they've grown up with you know it's makes me feel like when i met darth vader the first time or when i met when i saw the r2d2 at at hollywood studios it was you know it was seeing those interactions and being like um just watching the 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 look in their eyes when they see them the first time right it's Um, it's the connection between them and and the the characters that they know and that they love you know granted yes darth vader yeah that's yours i mean Everybody's got their own character, so watching them connect and interact—how special is that? It—it's amazing. It, it really was. I was so glad we were able to do it this time. Um, I've been joking with my niece, with my brother, and my sister-in-law for years. You got to go with us. You got to go with us. You got to go with us. And they're like, no, 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 no. And I finally said to them, "You're going. Don't don't give me no this time. We're we're going. The girls are at the right age. All that. Um, and part of the trip was." My brother, we've been there 
quite a few times. My brother has been there a few times with my stepmom and they went uh, while they were engaged, but it was the first time my brother and I were there together in our whole lives. So it's watching our kids enjoy it made it more special for us. That's really special. How awesome is that? Sure. Yeah. So you did Magic Kingdom together. Did you? You, you did. Uh, I trust you did Epcot. What did you think about Epcot? Um, we did. They they enjoyed it. Uh, it was it was a rough first day. That was their first day in the parks. Um, my brother's family. So they did take a, a quite a long break in the middle of the day. Um, we did come off of the the Nemo and Turtle Talk ride, and there was this really obnoxious group of guys walking out of the land building. Um, you may know some of them. They were wearing all matching shirts and their their uh, pocket pants that they wear. You know, Who does that? Those Diz Dad guys. <laughs> um, and it was funny because I was like, I went, I p- picked my phone up as we were walking towards them. They were all just kind of hanging out. And I walked up to them like, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> as I was videoing them. They never even, surprisingly, 6'5", 330 pounds, and they never saw me walking towards them. <laughs> Come on now. You know why? Because I had a different shirt on. Oh, I wasn't matching. Match. I wasn't matching them. <laughs> so um, talk about some of the, I mean, we've talked mostly about your family experiences so far as we've worked our way through the parks, but I know you did get to spend some time with the, the Diz Dads group. So, um, you know, talk a little bit about on this particular trip, you know, what, what the highlights were for you of you know, your participation with the Dizdads Club Convention Group? The the highlight of the trip was definitely the the experience again at Give Kids the World. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. If you don't talk about seeing me and my wife at Toledo's, I mean, just saying. Uh, I'm, just I'm saying. getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. I mean, it would have been nice if you would have been in the building or in the part of the building where you told me you were and I wasn't looking around for you. Oh, seriously. You can hey, you were like beacons. You can like find us anywhere. Find me. You told me you were in the bar. I didn't expect you to be anywhere else. And then you weren't in the bar. You were in the bar? No, you were in the restaurant when I found you. You were already ordering your food oh, when wait. I found you guys. Wait. All right. Keep going anyway. Anyway, keep going. Um, but um the Leslie and the kids knew. We actually all the kids the my two kids were prepared to do the give kids the world again. Um, with the Diz Dads Club that I honestly talked to my kids after the trip and they even asked if we would go without the dads if we can if we can volunteer because it's just seeing those kids and their parents yes some of the parents look stressed at the end of the week which we had them at the end of the week this time we were on a Saturday but seeing the looks in those kids eyes when you start talking to them about Disney or even Universal or you know Legoland or SeaWorld wherever they're going for the day those kids are pure joy to see their faces. Right. Know? They they are living their best life right at that moment, right? They are. And last year after our trip, Kaylee said to me, she goes, Dad, I can't be sad about anything. Like, she just realized she hit that, you know, that moment of, I don't have anything to be sad about. I could be sick. I could not want to go to school today. I could not, you know, not want to go to softball practice. But she's like, I can't complain. And and it hit her very hard last year. And when she got up this year to go, we we woke up. I woke her up, and she actually wasn't feeling well. So she's like, I'm not going to go. And I'm like, okay. You know, she made that decision. She knew 
she was not feeling well enough to go and interact and, and didn't want to get sick or be sick around those kids. And she knew that she was going to stay back. And when I got home or back to the room that, that morning, she said to me, she goes, how was it? And I says, same as last year. It was amazing to see them. And she goes, she was so disappointed that she couldn't go, but she knew, you know, she knew it was her time to, to stay home at that point. But I, I love doing that. I think it's something that the, we can do anything for each other in this group, but for us to go outside of our group and do that every year is, is an amazing thing. And to go and walk in with a $10,000 donation was just unbelievable. Yeah, that was fantastic. And, and, you know, all the credit really goes to the, the guys who, who got that all put together. Um, you know, I, I'm, I don't want to start naming names cause I'll leave somebody out and that would be, you know, a terrible shame, but, um, there was a lot of involvement from a lot of people that made something really incredibly special happen. Um, and you know, I, I was pretty impressed watching as people sort of juggled their vacation plans because they wanted to make sure that they were there long enough to be there for the give kids the world experience at the end of the trip. You know, some people maybe had originally planned to leave earlier, but changed their plans to be able to be a part of it. Right. We, we made sure when we, cause we didn't know what the plans were for this year. We made sure that we were there for at least an entire week to cover the day that we were going because we didn't know what day we were going to get in. So we wanted to make sure that we were there. And my brother's family knew we still in, in July or August didn't know when we were going. I said, just so you guys know, we're going to make sure that whatever day we do that, we're not doing anything else. We're not, you know, right. there's no parks that's going to be built in. And they were really cool with it. They, they're very supportive of, of the kids sure. with all of their volunteer stuff. So. Um, all right. So, uh, that, that was, you know, a, a Diz Dad's highlight you've mentioned already, you know, some fun, random you know, moments, meeting people in the parks and things like that. Um, let's kind of, uh, you know, go big picture for just a minute and talk about one area that we kind of glossed a little bit, but, um, you know, we've only talked kind of in passing about, about dining. So were, were there any, um, dining experiences that really stood out? I mean, you mentioned Akersus with the, with the princess loving kids, but you know, were there, were there particular, um, table service dining, uh, experiences that, that really stand out in your mind? We actually only did one other, other table service, um, because of the large group. I didn't, right. We didn't want to really plan too many sit down meals. We kind of did a lot of on the fly stuff. Um, the only other one we did is our our family's tradition of Ohana. We do on our last morning before okay. we start heading For back breakfast. up the coast. We always do the breakfast at Ohana and then, you know, pretty much make our way out of out of town after that. Right. Um, so my my one niece had the experience of getting in the, the Ohana. My brother was actually already gone at that point with his family. So we it was just the five of us went in. Literally, they handed us the pager. I turned around and it was going off. So it was, and <laughs> it was, on a, it was on a Tuesday morning. So it was really nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a, that and Akershus was the only two real sit down meals that we did. Okay. Um, and, po- and then know, positive experiences, both places. Absolutely. Okay. Um, Akershus seems very crowded to me. This is the second time we did it. It just seems like there's so many tables jammed into these little rooms. Yeah. I'm like, and you know, you guys know how big I am. My brother is bigger than, not heavier, but taller than me. So when you put the two of us at a table in a corner, <laughs> it takes up a, a lot of space. Hey, nobody puts baby in the corner. But ask, ask Tim. He met my brother. 
my brother's taller than I am. I I have to agree. He's a bigger guy than you, Mark. You know, that, if that's possible, you're a big guy, but he's bigger than you. Yeah. So they put the two of nice and guy. I have seven say, other people nice in the guy. Uh, um, you only met him once. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's, let's. I know what you mean. Let, well, I guess the next thing I need to know is is uh, we've kind of bounced around a little bit talking about this trip. Um, is there anything I missed? Is there anything that was a significant moment of this trip that we haven't asked you about? Um, the only, I, I mean, we did the picnic. We went to the, my, my family went to the picnic, uh, at the party house for, again, uh, had a good time there. Um, my kids enjoyed Chris, his non-alcoholic mixer mixers that he was making. He was making them chocolate milkshakes and he was doing all kinds of stuff. He made iced teas and all kinds of stuff for them. Um, I still think the highlight of the entire trip was when, I'm going to see if I can get everybody that was at the table. Kevin, Colin, Randall, David Van Cleve, Mike, uh, Mike McCabe, Scott Stratum, and I think Tim Boyne was still still sitting there at the table outside of the party house. And surprisingly, Adam and I both got out of the pool and went to opposite corners and did the like splash, like when we jumped in and like tidal waved them. I hit Mike McCabe with so much water, I knocked his cigar and unlit it. Like it <laughs> put his cigar out. <laughs> nice. I'm like, and, and nobody had it on video. Nobody has it on film, but it was the funniest moment of the entire oh, night at the, at the picnic. <laughs> and All then right, I well, realized no pictures, I had, so it didn't happen. I had to, re- I realized I was sharing an Uber with Mike and Scott and they were both wet at this point and pretty mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> We know who paid. Yeah, we do. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, It was pretty cool, though, to have uh, one of the other things was uh, uh, Terry and Emma were actually at Animal Kingdom the same week we were. So Terry was actually waiting in the lobby with a laundry basket for me to fold his laundry when we got to Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Funny part was we went to the other lobby. We weren't in the same lobby he was in. So he was just standing there with his basket of laundry. Waiting for us to come in. Yeah, when we weren't there, um, so sounds, it was nice to hang out with them. Uh, sounds like Kaylee a bit of a Tim and Barry moment. Yeah, pretty much. The uh, uh, Kaylee got to Kaylee and Corey got to meet Emma. Um, they've always been pretty friendly with with Maya, so mm-hmm. it was nice for them to get to meet Emma as well. Um, and then the the last big moment was on Monday morning before my brother flew home. My brother Corey and I went golfing, and we played the uh, the Magnolia course, their oh, cool. Sunrise Nine uh, package. They they have a, a I think it was like thirty six dollars a person. Where oh, it's nine holes of golf, two drinks, and a breakfast sandwich as long as you tee off before nine in the morning. Oh hell yeah! So, that sounds like fun. It is. That works. It's actually and it's a good choice too because it's much better. I mean, the only other discounted pricing you get is that three o'clock tea time, which is just vicious in Florida. All right, it's one hundred and ninety seven degrees. Yeah. yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, they actually have the sunrise nine and the sunset nine. So if you tee off within the last two hours of like before they what they consider sunset, it's the same same way. You get a sandwich, right. like a burger, and and two drinks or or however it is. Um, this is the second time Corey and I have done it. Um, a couple of years ago, we did it. We actually got to play the front nine because it wasn't real crowded. It was a little cold. This trip, we got to play the back nine. So I actually have a scorecard framed with 
the pictures of Corey and I on the first trip and then my brother, Corey and I on the second trip with all 18 holes filled out. So oh, I nice. can say I could play, I okay. played the entire Magnolia course. Right, right. That's great. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Um, and the, it was a special moment for my brother and I, um, we both learned golf from our dad. Um, unfortunately our dad passed away in 97. So it was, we golf a lot and we don't really have those moments, but to be able to golf on our vacation with Corey, it, it did mean a lot to both of us. And he actually said to me, he goes, I'm glad we did it. He goes, I'm glad I pushed our flight back so we can get it in this morning. Oh. And it, it was a, it was a good moment. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. That's yeah. great. And I was um, glad to be able to do it for them. That's yeah. what we as disc dads live for. Right. So um, we get to our, our wrapping up kind of stuff. And the, the first question I always ask during the wrap up is, you know, looking back at this trip, every trip has that moment, right? That signature moment that it, it might not have been the single most exciting thing. It might not have been the, you know, the single biggest thing, but it's the thing that for whatever reason you know, when you think about the, the Disney club convention, you know, January, 2020, boom, this is the thing that's going to pop into your head. So what's that thing? What's that one memory that's just going to be the forever etched in your mind from this trip? Being there with my brother's family and my niece, it, it was the perfect opportunity for opportunity for us to be able to go. It worked out, um, that we were all there. And I, I really think that the moment that's going to, the, the image that's going to stick in my head is going to be the watching my nieces and my kids walk up to the castle. Yeah. That's what it's about. Ohana is what it's all about. That's really cool. Um, and then, then, you know, our, our final wrap up that we always ask is, so say somebody else is considering, you know, taking a trip down to Walt Disney world with an extended family group like this, you know, a bigger group, nine people. What's, what's one or two bits of advice that you would give them to make sure that they get, you know, the best experience possible. What, what did you either, you know, do and it worked great or what did you learn from this trip to help somebody else, you know, not make that mistake next time. Give everybody their own chance to do what they want to do. Make sure you're willing to accommodate every individual person and what they want to do at some point, because if not, you're going to have one angry person that's going to ruin it for everybody. (laughs) I okay. can't agree more. That's how our family and my extended family chooses to vacation in Disney World is what works for you. What is your perfect vacation? I can't agree more. Right. And and we did it. We did I said as I said, the five of us had four day the four day park passes. My brother's family only did two. They spent a day, you know, my nieces did all the necklace activities at, at the lodge at Unlocking Lodge. So we did park time we did resort time they my brother's family stayed at the resort we went over to the, the picnic my brother took the car they were able to go off property and get something to eat you know you got to be willing to accommodate everybody not just focus on certain ones even if even if it was the kids um one of the nicest part about it was on sunday night i think we finally had the opportunity all the girl all the younger girls were crashing Corey was was sleeping already it was nice to have Kaylee to be able to watch them all. And we went to the bar and had a drink. And you could just go hang which, out with the adults. Right. And yeah. and that's something. Yeah. Because my brother, my brother and his wife are two hours away. 
normally when I go down there, it's on a weekend when I'm off and Leslie's working. So mm-hmm. Leslie doesn't get to hang out with my sister or with our sister-in-law so very often. And yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was nice. Time. Four of it you. Was. Quality time. It was. And and that was the nice part. It was we were able to get that time also just for the four of us to go and, and have a drink. We had the the non-platter at the uh, the yeah, the Sinai Lounge. Yeah, Sinai, yes. That thing That's is awesome. awesome. I love that. <laughs> that thing was incredible. Well, and I found my new my new favorite drink on all of Disney property came from the Sinai Lounge. Oh, that's good. So what was it? The antioxidant lemonade. Interesting. It tastes, do you ever have the triple X vitamin water? The yes, I have. Pomegranate. Very good. Tastes just like that. It's wow. Made, it's made with blueberry acai vodka, which I got two bottles Delicious. of it for, for my birthday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's what we're talking Happy about. Happy birthday. My brother sent them to me. <laughs> Happy Very birthday. Nice. Merry Christmas. Hello. All right. Well, <laughs> ultimately, it sounds like you had a fantastic trip. Um, and, you know, I, I love that that we've been talking about, you know, Diz Dad's Club convention trips that people have taken now for, you know, seven years. And every single one of them is still a, a completely different and unique experience, even though they're all Diz Dad's Club convention trips. Um, right. And that, that's what I think is, continues to, to be so great about it is that, that everybody still finds, you know, a way to make it their own trip. And, and so I guess what I'm leading into here is to encourage folks that have heard us talk about it for the last six or seven years. You know what? If you want to be a part of it, it doesn't take anything special. Just take a look at your calendar. See when the Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend is. And Diz Dad's Club Convention is consistently going to happen over that. Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend. So, you know, find the the time that works for you. We can hook up with the guys in the uh, various Facebook groups. You know, if you shoot us a message here on the podcast, we'll forward you on to whoever's organizing things um, for the next year's trip. And, you know, get you hooked in with the gang because it's not like it's a, a you know, a bunch of, of reserved experiences. Um, it's, it's a bunch of folks who appreciate that, each family needs to enjoy their own vacation and they like to find time within that to hang out together. Exactly. Right, guys, we roll with it, right? We just do whatever works for anybody. If whatever, whatever vacation works for you, it's what works for us. Right. And my advice with that is if you have to, if you, not if you have to take your family, but if you want to make it a part of your family vacation and go at the same time, I will gladly, gladly talk to anyone because I've done it the last four years. My family has been there every year and I get plenty of family time and I've been known to get plenty of dad time. Yeah. We don't see you. We don't see you every time, but when we do, it's great and it works out. Right. Yeah. And it's the best part about it is the kids love their, love their dunkles. The dunkles love my kids. And when they interact, I, I like seeing that because Trust me, last year when I went to Colorado and saw Tim and Angie and Mark and Colleen and Joe and Chris and Angel, I caught a lot of hell from my kids because I didn't take them to Colorado. <laughs> and then I caught a wait, it gets worse. I caught a lot I of am, hell from Colorado I that I didn't bring my kids. <laughs> I know. I am anxious to get my hands around your kids. You know, that's just I am. I'm a dad. I want to hug the kids. Hello. 
All right. Well, and and I I do want to go ahead and mention the flip side to that too, which is that you know you're going back to Disney Heads Club Convention solo next time, and there's no shame in that either. That you know that opportunity. Look, I, you know what? Here's here's the thing. The kids might be unhappy initially, but having done it that way several times, you know what? They'll forgive you. They get it, and and. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing inappropriate about taking adult time at a Disney destination. It's okay. Bring them gifts. Especially if they've been there and they've seen what happens. They get it. They totally get it. They're going to miss the picnic, but it's okay. They get it. And I told them, I says, next year, you're both going to be in high school. Kaylee's going to be a senior. Corey's going to be a freshman. It's going to be a little harder to go in January. You know? (laughs) So. Yeah. Dad's Dad's got to run a marathon. I mean, yeah. Well. I'm going to do the five and the 10. That's my goal for next no, year. See that, that's the thing is that, that, you know, I, I will admit I've missed the last couple of Diz Dads Club conventions. It's been just timing hasn't worked for me, but, um, you know, I, I went to the first five in a row and, and I mean, people used to say, well, what are you doing going to Walt Disney World over marathon weekend? Cause they know me and they know that if I'm running, it's because something's chasing me. Um, I'm not going to volunteer to do that, but, you know, right, that's me it, too. It, it was just the excuse to gather. Right. And that's why we picked that weekend. I remember being a part of planning group one that's or right. year one. And then something came up and we had to cancel what? Probably four weeks. It was not oh, long. God, before. Yes. I forgot about remember that. Remember we were, we were up and going all yep. four of us. And then right at the end, something came up and. I, it broke our hearts. I'm glad the kids didn't know we were going. Right. And that happens. That <laughs> and that happens. But it's important to at least make the effort to get ready to do this. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But if it does, it's a fantastic weekend with a bunch of like-minded guys that are hanging around just doing what we do. And it's all Disney stuff, right? And it's family stuff. We love the families, especially if you can bring your families. We want to meet your spouses. We want to hug your kids. It's all good. Tim, Tim is just, just having a little bit of a difficult time dance. adjusting to the empty nest thing, and he really is going to borrow everybody yeah, else's kids because his aren't around. My kid, yeah, exactly right. My kids are all grown and gone. I'm going to hug somebody else's kids until I have grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tim, if you want to be in a, in a secondary dad to mine, I'm sure there's college tuition coming that you can pay for. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. On that note, uh, wait, before oh, anybody right. else, anybody, any of the rest of us end up on the hook. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Thank you again, Jay, for coming on the show and talking about your experience. It's always, uh, always fun to to catch up with you and to talk about uh, your experiences at a, at a Diz Dad's Club convention. Um, so thank you for that. And I want to go ahead and, and congratulate me. you as well because we didn't get a chance this year um, and and maybe we need to plan ahead and do a better job next year. We didn't get a chance to do anything with you in connection with your your polar bear plunge that you did this year. So, yes. um, you know, kudos to you for the effort you put in. It's always impressed me. The yeah. the real, you know, uh, look, you, you put your body on the line here. Um, I mean, how many plunges did you do this time? I did 41. So wow! Really, one polar plunges, um, all all to to raise money for for Special Olympics. So, yes. um, okay. congratulations and you. Uh, you know a, a fantastic thing. And I love that you and Carl continue to do that. It, this year was tough. Um, not gonna lie, it was my goal because I missed last year um, because I was I had ankle surgery, so I couldn't do it last year. Um, my goal was for my forty first birthday. I wanted to do forty one. 
my last one into the river was number 41. And I, I couldn't push through without the help of my friends, my family, and you guys especially. Like, There's there's nothing more that gets me over that 2 or 3 a.m. hump or kick through that wall than knowing that somewhere in there, Joe Masters is going to send me a $25 donation and make me jump in the pool at 3 in the morning. Good job, brother. I, I love Joe to death, and every time I have to jump in the pool at 3 in the morning, I just want to punch him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe maybe Good next job. year we can coordinate job, a little job. bit better and see whether we can do some some sort of a you know an ongoing live show or something. Oh, oh you don't! Know, I don't need know that you want to see us live? at three or four in the morning. Oh, that yeah, might not need, be a good idea. Yes, we need to live stream this. I'm just saying. I agree. I, I'm all in, and I'm on the East Coast, so. Well, so, so you get to be our field reporter. You get to go show up and you know use your phone to take the the live video. Sure. Yeah, we need to have, see this. I'm just that saying. means you have to plunge though, too, Willie. Where Where are you jumping in? We, Pennsylvania. We, <laughs> oh, that's not bad. Come we'll here, you February. You're going to plunge, buddy. You're going to do the plunge. It depends on the year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right now it's not bad up here at all. It, it was pretty. Chi- it wasn't bad when the sun was up. Right. When the sun goes down. Yeah, at two a.m. Oh. <laughs> Nineteen degrees at two a.m. this year. Yeah. Wow. You all have had worse weather than we have. Can't imagine the pool wasn't freezing over. Seriously, it, it was wasn't close. The pool, they were in the river. Yeah, running water. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and wrap us up. Then, thank you again so much for uh, coming out and and talking to us again, um, Jay. Really appreciate it. For great uh, job, the thank whole you. gang here. Uh, thanks for listening. I've been your host, Aaron Ripmaster, with Willie Crocker. Have a wicked wild night. Tim Hicks. Till the spires. (laughs) And our special guest, Jay Gilbert. Thank you again. It's been way too long. I'm glad to be back. I don't play a damn thing, man. I don't play a damn. I don't play a damn thing, man.